Hello. Thanks for listening to Tea with Terry. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And if you are, we'd appreciate you hitting the like button and maybe leaving a review and uh, also subscribing. If you'd like to contact us, reach out to us on Instagram at Tea with Terry Podcast. Now, on to the show. Whoa, welcome to episode eight. Go. Episode eight. Octagon. Octarian. Octimation of our show. (laughs) Did you hear the intro I did on the last show? Yeah, I mean, I listened to it. I mean, I didn't think that it was bad. (laughs) You think it was good? <laughs> no, I just didn't. I mean, I listened to it. I thought it was fine. We're over four hundred downloads already. Okay, is that a lot? I, I really... Well, our target is a thousand by the end of June, so we're going to be hard pressed to do another six hundred in the next eight days. But yeah, who knows? Because we'll you see. did send me um email, you know, because I have six hundred thousand unread emails, they get hidden pretty quickly. Well, this is why you should start a new email account that you only use with friends. And this is why you should only have one email name because you've got. About 20. Right, but now I'm just using my Netty Games one, and that one's starting to get clogged up, so I got to come yeah, up with a new one. Yeah, you're right. I need to get a new one. And that is actually one of the things, not rhubarb, that I have enjoyed about quarantine is just trying new things. I had never had a muddler. A what? And now I have one, and I know how to use I it. I have a mother in law. Is that like the same thing? She meddles no. a meddling law. Muddler is a wood. wood Mine is what wood. does it do? You put mud on it? It's like when you're making a drink, you like smash, you like muddle the like blackberry in the bottom. Oh, of the... yeah. You showed me your muddler. Yeah, I probably did. I brought it to your house and muddled it's it in front pistol. of you. It's not a It's pistol. a pistol. It's a muddler. That is for dry but things. But you know what? When you drive your muddler, it's a pistol. This is not. This is that for dry things. Like that's seeds to. Right, but if you get it wet, it's still a pistol. No, it won't work like I'm that. I'm going to get a pistol and then you're going to get a muddler and we're going to muddle each other. Don't try to out kitchen gadget me. I know you're the gadget king, but I have a muddler and you don't. And guess what else I found out? That I'm really awesome and you're so lucky to have me as a friend. <laughs> well, I already knew that. So now we've got the name that show. Name that show. My homework? Yes. Okay. Now, I sat in the kitchen and did this well, right before we started taping. Glad you took a lot of time to prep. So, I am very curious how you're going to do. So, you scored one and a half. Okay. And I'd say two of them were hard. And two of them were normal and two of them were easy. And you get one and a half out of the easy. So I'm now we're entering game show. Do, 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 do. Welcome to <laughs> Name That Show with your host, Terry. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Take it away, Terry. How many is it supposed to do? Seven or six? Six is how many I did. Okay. Well, I did seven. So you get a bonus. Okay. Melanie and Ashley. Melanie and Ashley? Yeah. Ashley. No last names, though. No. The Bachelor. No. Okay. What was it? Gone with the Wind. See? If I had said Rhett and Scarlet, you might have got well, it. Because you were supposed to name the two top, top characters in the show. Melanie and Ashley. Hello. They were top. No, no. The two top was Red Scarlet. Like I said, Spock and Kirk are Rick and Morty. Okay. That's a trick well, question. Well, that was a trick question. Exactly. I wanted... But that to, wasn't, I didn't ask you any trick questions. I gave you the top two characters in every show. I felt a little tricked. Okay. So, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say that's an invalid question and that one doesn't count. Okay. I just want to test this, okay. test the water. Okay. Because you got, it has to be the top two characters, the lead characters. Okay. In the show. All right. Rose and Jack. You don't have any last names for any of these people? No, they don't need enough. They're like Cher and Seal and McLovin. Rose and Jack is uh, Downton Abbey. The Titanic. Okay. All right. That's a legitimate because those are yeah. the. Yeah. Uh huh. They don't need last names. Okay. Maria. And Baron Von Trapp. Oh, um, the sound of music. Yes. Woo! 
one point. Well one point for Steve. Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer. Oh my God. I just okay. watched a movie with Christopher Plummer. Do you see the movie Knives Out? No. It's on, I think, Netflix right now. You should watch it. It's a murder mystery. It's, I've seen a com- I've seen a commercial for it and I made a mental note and then I forgot it. It was good. It was really good and it was star studded and it was well acted. Is it a series? Like a short series or just a one timer? It was a movie that came out in 2019, and it was very, very well done. And the actor and so actress... So pre-quarantine? Yeah, it's, that's, we watched it uh, about three nights ago. You'll like it. it, it okay, knives no, out. No, no children murdered in this. Mame Dennis and Patrick. Mame. Aunt, Auntie Mame. Yes! Yes! I'm, I'm, My I'm, favorite I'm, movie. Yeah, which, by the way, I never would have known that if you hadn't mentioned Auntie Mame before, because I'd never heard of that before. And that's why I said Mame, because yeah. I was trying to make up for tricking you on the Melanie and Ashley. Shelby... And Jackson. Oh, Dag Nabbit. Go there. Uh, oh, you know oh it. my God! This one, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot myself when I don't get this. You know it. The, uh, the birds from Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, uh-uh. Deal Magnolias. Damn, Daniel, I knew that one. I know it. I had to watch that movie. Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, Sally Field, Shirley MacLaine. They were all in there. Dolly Parton was in that. Yeah, she was Trudy. Okay, here is a um soft pitch for you, Lieutenant Aldo Ray. And Bridget Von Hammerstein. Oh, Hammerstein. I don't know this one. Lieutenant Lieutenant Von. Yes, you do. Lieutenant Aldo Rain. And Brid- Bridget Von Hammerstein. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Oh, are you serious? Well done. Yes. That was a yes. total guess. I love that movie. I did too. That was that. That was such I a. I like Tarantino movies. movies. I, mean, I, I know I shouldn't. Too. I always feel bad, but like I can. I only watched it once because it was too intense. I couldn't well, watch it more than once. Oh my god, Phoebe and I watch it probably once, uh, twice a week. Like we love that movie. Oh, like the scene. She with, likes the scene the very with the little girl like, underneath the floorboards. Uh, uh, we oh, don't like god, that. That's so hard. But we like to watch. the very, very, very end. I don't want to give anything away to anybody that maybe has never seen it, but it's when Brad Pitt says. Yeah, we don't get an F about him. Like, that's Phoebe's favorite part. Oh, like, I, Brad Pitt was it. brilliant in that movie. He was, he was he absolutely brilliant. I love that. And character. Diane Kruger played a heck of a Bridget Von Hammerstein. I can't remember. The right. guy that played the evil guy. Oh, my God. He was amazing. Okay, I got one more. All right, I got, I'm got. i three points, by the way. Okay. Three points. Sita and Vivian. Uh, um, um, uh, my left foot. Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. I have never. With Sandra I, Bullock. I've never seen it, never heard about it. At least I read the book. Yeah, exactly. And she loved it. Well done, Terry. What other one did Keith miss? He did get Titanic. That's embarrassing <laughs> for you. Okay, anyway, all right. It's Titanic. Everybody saw Titanic, even if he didn't want to. And I went to the theater and saw Titanic, and it was crowded as hell. Like, we were all just jammed in there because everybody had to see this movie. And it's like, what, five, six hours long? And I'm sitting next to this child, and the child is freaking out. Out. Well, how old is this kid? This kid was like eight. So when it really starts happening, the boat really starts sinking and people really start drowning, he really starts crying. So I lean over to his mom and I'm like, I give her a steak eye. I'm like, dude, your kid is literally freaking out. Like he's going to be scarred. I don't think they ever take the kid out, but I think he just quits watching. Like he puts his hand over his face. He's like, <laughs> he's probably still scarred. Talking about bad decisions to make kids to movies. My parents thought it was a great idea for some reason when I was five years old to take me to the movie Towering Inferno. Oh my gosh. Wow. And that was that movie. Well, the original is a classic. It's amazing. Yeah. It was Steve McQueen. And that's that was the one they took me to. So, and it was a fire catches out in the middle of a high rise and starts burning its way up. And so 
and it starts in a, in a electrical closet and shoots out. And then I had to, and then the, the guy catches on fire and jumps out of the window is when I just lost oh my. it. Literally for the next six months, every night before we go to bed, we had a water heater in a closet. Oh my God, you had to go check it? I would make him go look in the water heater to make sure there was oh, no fire. And you're sweet, dad. You know he so, did that I told night. him that years later, I'm just like, what were you thinking? And, and you think about it and they were what? 30 years old. Right, know? right. They were, no, they were like 28, I think, at the time. They weren't. They were thinking nothing, just like we were thinking at 28, of like, oh, I want to go see a movie and I'm going to bring my kid. But I was like, it traumatized me. Well, I got traumatized. Well, you know that movie with the um people that lived in the walls? <laughs> the, the wall movie, what was that called? Is it Children Under the Stairs or something? Is it? <laughs> I don't, yes. It was scary. It was funny because that movie was freaky because I saw it on TV, probably the same age as you, and I they were carrying the woman at the end. Yes, and she would be walking around and she would be like, oh my God, y'all, do y'all hear that? And the, they would be whispering like, we're going to get you. And everybody goes, oh, no, we don't hear a thing. She was like, all right, I guess I'm crazy. And then everybody else would leave the room and they would like run in front of her. And she'd be like, what? And nobody believed her until they sucked her up at the end. I remember the end where they were carrying her and she couldn't move and she all she had was a flash camera and she would flash and it would run away and it would come back and pick her up again and that was like horrifying it was terrifying and i have to tell you but tracy and i we were talking about yeti and you know (laughs) how we've got like the yeti bigfoot that lives in oklahoma somewhere broken that's the sasquatch okay yeah well apparently there's also the relatives that live in russia yeah those are that's yetis i just got the travel edition of my game it just came back from the printers and there's a question in the new travel edition of conspiracy theory that is specifically about the Rieti up in the northern region of, of uh, Russia Russia yeah because Tracy watched a show about it and they found like the nest and they found like nine dead bodies so apparently they're they're murderers the Russian Yetis just kill people like they're murderers they don't eat them they just kill them it's a bad Yeti yeah kill for fun but so she said there's a movie on that that you there's a show that she just watched. Well, we were deciding amongst ourselves. We think that they used to actually like all be in the same place. And then about the time when the dinosaurs were dying and the continental of like, like that land parted and one family was on one side and one family was on the other. The Yetis all got separated. So some of them had to live in the woods in Oklahoma. And some of them stayed over in the Russia and maybe the Himalayas. Like they just got pushed away from each other. Yeah. Or, or they don't exist. One of the two. I don't, I don't think that's true. I'm not buying into Bigfoot, but that being said, they just discovered the hobbits in uh, Indonesia. I don't know if you ever saw that. Close. In a shire? No, well, but these creatures, you know, they're, they're humanoids, and they used tools and everything else. They lived in caves, and they died off about 36,000 years ago. And they were on this one isolated island, and they were only three, three feet tall. But they were completely cut off and they were their own branch and then the last one the last bones they found were 36,000 years see, old see that is so, fascinating so you know that proves that that's not really that long ago no that's when the Neanderthals were just dying and out and the Yetis were just getting separated from each other the Yeti, Yetis were going out and becoming invisible and <laughs> but anyway I will look up the movie on the Yetis and see what we got okay did, did, did you know what all, what all the Yetis and Bigfoots around the world all have in common? Um, they're smelly. That's exact. Well done. It, well, No, it's the smell. Well, Harry and the Hendersons. He was well, super I smelly. never saw that movie. Ah. But no, did you know they have a Bigfoot down in Florida and it's literally called the Skunk Ape? <laughs> no. Oh, they are Bigfoot. I, I could give you the Bigfoots around the world. The, the Yowie is the one in Australia. Well, so, see, they uh, all got separated. They used to all be together. But that does not explain the Rougarou, who's a completely different Right, the Rougarou yeah, and Bigfoot. That's like is, comparing wolves and, no, and jackalope. They're not the yeah, same thing not. at all. 
I, you know, I know we dibble dabble in essential oils and we don't have to go there. No, I do want to, I, I, I was about to say we haven't done in the last couple episodes our oil of the week. Well, I, I, I'm just going to tell you. Do you have one? What I, I always have one. Okay. Well, tell me what you got, oh. but I do want to ask you about, you had mentioned frankincense and that one was, was intriguing me, but go ahead. Tell, yes, tell me your tell me your Palmarosa the story again. King of oils. Well, no, this during quarantine, like the kids and Keith, Phoebe, they were all coming to me. Do we need this? How do we cook that? Should we put this in the dryer? I've got a bruise. I was like, oh, you have a bruise? I can fix it. So I'd come in my room, like put on my magic hat and stir up a little <laughs> brew. And then I'd bring it out. I was like, here. Put this on your bruise. And then the next day I was like, so let me see your bruise. And they're like, oh my God, it's gone. And then somebody was like, oh, I got a sunburn because I have a pool party every day and drink Corona. I'll be right back. And I would run into my closet and I'd put on my magic hat, stir up some potions. And I'm like, drink this, wear this, smell this, do this. And they were like, oh my God, I don't have a hangover anymore. And my sunburn feels better. So I'm going to be back up and ready for the pool party again tomorrow. So I am essential and my essential oils are essential. And together, there isn't anything that we can't cure. Unless it needs Tylenol or possibly real medicine or maybe an antibiotic. Like, I can't. Or cancer. Unless it's something that's not psychosomatic, then yes. Right. Uh, if it's an actual situation. Although, I burned <laughs> my finger on the stove and it really did. Oh, my gosh. I, I got tears in my eyes. And you know I'm very brave and I'm pretty tough, too. So I grabbed this spatula Those that had melted. the first two adjectives that pop into my mind every time I think of you. Every time. Like, remember when I almost drowned? I was like, I saved everyone. I was just throwing them up on the bank of the river boss. And I was like, I'll save you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was so well, brave. you mentioned last I week. Just, so, you know, I almost drowned yeah, your daughter. I was well, very I almost strong. Drowned. Our whole family pretty much almost drowned. I'm like, okay. And, it was, and your daughter. Yeah. I said, no, it, it was a scary situation. But your whole family, was, your whole family didn't almost drown. It was... You you you, uh, you and Kelly got the worst of it, I think. Uh, Ooh, Keith got like I had the worst like after the bruises in the foot, and if it had been salt water, I well we all would have drowned. I mean that's a fact because we all drank so much water, but it was fresh water. And after we got saved, we were all like, Bleh. you just like, right. You know, but got but it if out. it was salt water, you guys would have floated easier, which means you probably wouldn't have been underwater so much. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm sorry. Saying. You're right. I'm sorry. It's your story. And you're telling it the way that you need to okay, tell it so to make I it sound better. I burned myself on the stove, and you know that I'm brave, and you know I don't let you know. I'm just I'm very um, you're stoic. I just have a high tolerance for pain. Anyone that knows me knows that. So <laughs> I reach over and I grab this spatula, but so the spatula had melted onto the pan, and I grabbed it, and when I did, the wet rubber that was melty went onto two of my fingers. And melted into my fingers. Do you that was your first like, step to become an fingers. artificial life form, Terry. You should have embraced it. It was. I mean, I had no fingerprints. I still don't. I could probably do a crime and no one could find me because two of my fingers have no fingerprints back yet. So I put lavender, just two drops of lavender, and I rubbed it in. And that was the end of it. End of it. End of the pain. End of the burning. The placebo effect is amazing. Well, it worked. I mean, it wasn't a placebo. We're talking about me. I have no tolerance for pain. None. Like, okay, if you want to know what really happened, I cried a lot because I burned my fingers. Yeah. So I burned my arm on the oven again with the crying and it left a little mark. I can show it to you the next time I see you. And we still, the family still talks about that. Like what a wuss I am. 
No, no, you, Terry, Terry, you're the model of, you know, of what strength looks like. You are. I well, mean, like, well, that like, is like, true. like, we hold you at, at such high as they're like, well, I wish I could handle these situations half as well as Terry. And I wish I could describe them with half the embellishments that she uses well, afterwards. Well, just not the pain. I mean, I just don't. I just don't. Me and Zoe, you remember Zoe? She skied for one day and then all of a sudden needed a wheelchair. Um, that's my daughter. Like she needed. The yeah. doctor was like, you know, you really just need to stretch it out. And I looked at her. I was like, um, can you just get my kid a wheelchair and some muscle relaxers? Yeah. Problem solved. Okay. Frankincense okay. is called the king of oil. Right, now I have to guess it. Let me guess what it does. Okay. All right. So, and all I right. know frankincense, they gave it to Jesus. Which, it's good enough for Jesus. Which, it's good enough for Jesus. Right. good enough for me. So is it erectile dysfunction? Oh, Does it treat that? No. Okay, good. I, I, are you sure? No. Because it's frankincense. I, okay, all right. Are you sure? All right, well, let me guess. Second thing. Um, uh, does it, does it uh, post-nasal drip? Yeah, maybe. If I go to essentialoils.com and say, what does frankincense cure? No. Mm-mm. Not that. You, yeah, I do, you, can't, you can't say no, can you? You really can't say no well, about it. Because, like I said, I don't, I don't know that it won't. Well, over the millennia that they've been using it, don't you think somebody would have figured out, yes, this does post-nasal drip, or no, it doesn't do post-nasal drip? Well, I think post-nasal drip is more of a, a symptom of another problem. Like, you don't just only just have that. You, can't, you do it with allergies. Itself. Well, then let's talk about allergies. Because frankincense treats allergies. Yeah. Sure it does. Okay, how does it do it? What does if I if I walk to you, what element would I walk in with that you were gonna say frankincense? That's what you need. Um uh, well I, I like to use it at night when I'm putting in my diffuser. It's kind of grounding, so it um smells good. But what is it, it what is it supposed good. to use for? I mean you said it's the king of oils. The king's got to have some way that he's ruling the other oils. He's not just there. I'm the king. I do nothing. I rule. What does the king of oils do? Well, it does everything. Like it goes good with everything. Like there's nothing that when you put it with that, it just. But like goes uh, aloe, well aloe it. treats a burn. Uh, it, that's what it does. Frankincense does it treat anything? Palmarosa is good for the skin. <laughs> treats everything. Nothing okay, treats everything. I'm going to look it up. But I can tell you this. My doctor, who is not like, well, obviously like most doctors. I mean like. Like degreed? Yeah. So, I mean, he's only going to give you what regular medicine. I mean, he would never say to me like, go home and take a sip of lavender. Like that's just not something that my doctor would. Oh, this say. is a real doctor. Well, he's just my regular doctor. But he's one. He can prescribe so real medicine. I asked him. Okay. Who's talking? Well, I am. Can he prescribe real medicines? Like, could he prescribe you an antibiotic? Yeah, he's my regular okay, doctor. Okay, I didn't know that a lot, of, a lot of the homeopathy guys call themselves doctors, but they just went to a three-week homeopathy school and they're a chiropractor. Well, I've doctor. never been a homeopathy doctor. Okay, well, good. So this is a real doctor. This is like, like this is like Christine. This is my real doctor. Doctor, doctor. My doctor Joyner. Uh, I love him. Uh, We've been together for a long I time. I love him, too. He's Keith's doctor too. Do you know him? No, I, but I just I just love him. If you love him, I love him. So by I go in there and I'm like, Doctor Joiner, blah blah blah, whatever. This is wrong with me. And oh, by the way, I started using essential oils. He's like, Oh my gosh, that's great. He's like, There's only one oil that I can tell you that I don't approve of. Is the way that he said it. And I'm like, You don't approve of it? And he's like, It's frankincense. And I was like, Oh snap! I was like, Why? 
And he's like, unless you're getting it from, and he said the company that I get mine from, unless you're getting it from there or this other company, then I don't want you buying it. And I was like, okay, why? And he said, because of the way that it's sourced. So apparently frankincense grows in the jagged mountain ranges of, I don't know, Afghanistanian land, like in the war. I, th- I, th- I thought it was in East, East Africa, but yeah, it's in, it, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's in a pretty inhospitable area in a high poverty area. And they send children to go pick yeah. it. Yeah, I did hear about that. And they that. don't so it's like you really do need to be careful when you buy frankincense where you're getting it from. But it is known to support like a healthy immune system, a healthy nervous system, digestive system when you take it internally. Um it, it's good to smell it. It brings peace, it brings satisfaction. It is soothing to the skin. So I probably could have used it in conjunction with the lavender when it burned my skin. So there's really, I mean, you can put it on your skin and um, maybe you have acne or a burn or it'll make it feel better. It'll burst, boost your immune system. You could put a drop in your tea in the morning and make it feel good. So it, it, it right. really is the king of oils. Okay. It goes with everything. Okay, now, it goes back to the New Testament. Let me, let, the Babylonians <laughs> used it. But let me ask you to just take it on face value. And I told you, you know, I'm a skeptic on this stuff. How can something do everything? And it's something that's not even naturally occurring in the human body. It's not like a probiotic or something. This is just sap from a tree. No, that, okay. Every single medicine that we have now, your antibiotic, your, um, actually, I'm going to say antibiotic, maybe not, because that is a natural kind of a thing. It came from the pus of a cow, right? No. Antibiotic was actually, the first one was a mold that was growing that... Mold. Okay. Yes. I learned that on Outlander. But it is a natural thing. I mean, the mold, you know, is a natural thing. But all the medicines that we take with all these side effects that you watch the TV and they're like, the side effects are, you know, your arm's going to fall off. Your hair's going to fall out. You're going to vomit. You're going to be dizzy. You can't drive. You can't sit still. You can't sleep. All those side effects are because these drugs are not natural and they're Whoa. they're not something that you should necessarily be doing. So with these oils, you can't really OD on an oil. I mean, this is what all the medicines are made out of, is what they had thousands of years ago. They only had oils and herbs and things that grew and obviously they survived or you and I wouldn't be here. Well, but okay. So all I right. think okay. let, let me let me the medicines that we take the side effects are not because they're not natural because most of the chemicals are natural we're taking them to solve one thing but there's a side effect and exactly right. but there's no side effects to essential oils if there is you a, can't, there's not a side effect unless you're allergic or, or so if, if you're take, allergic if you, to cedar wood chug, then don't if, take it if i chug a bottle of frankincense i'm gonna get sick well you would probably just vomit it out and that would be the end but that of it. would be the side effect Same of thing. it because that's if that's i take not a side it, effect it, that's a cause no, it's a side effect. Cause, it would cause you to throw up. Well, right. Just like when I take uh, too much Advil, it causes my liver to disintegrate. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. That's right? not the same. I mean, I'm saying is that the, the small amount of oil you're putting in, they, it just doesn't correlate. But if it makes you feel good and fixes your problems, then that's great. I, I just I'm just i not here to sell you oils. You're the one that asked and I answered you. So they are here when you need the magic oils. Oh, and no, they're not because you already said I'm already not Palmarosa worthy. So I'm pretty sure I'm not Frankincense worthy. Well, that was one. Either. It was, no, no, no. You, 
Like frankincense isn't cheap, but I would make you frankincense well, oil. Well, which is, I would gladly is frankincense share more you. expensive than Palmarosa? No, but Palmarosa I can't get. It's a limited edition. Yep. They don't have a lot of it. But and it was like $22 for the vial of Palmarosa oil. And I wasn't $22 worth of oil worthy. No, you are, but I just can't get it. So if you that's need not, Palmarosa, that's not I'll what get you said. You. you said I was not Palmarosa. I mean, I cried. I had to go through because therapy. Because I only have a limited supply. I can't get any more for a year. I, then, yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you. You know, My therapist has helped me through it, but it's hurt. It's hurt. You're so full yeah. of caca. All right. Well, frankincense is the most expensive one I have. Rose is the most expensive one they make. It's like, honestly, Steve, it's like 275 bucks for like a little I looked at, I looked it deal. up and I saw that and I was like, holy crap. I know. So, I mean, I'm... It's more expensive rose. per ounce than gold. It's it's a lot. Yeah. The frankincense king of oils. It's like a... King of the oils. It could do anything. It's definitely, definitely, definitely not inexpensive. It's... it's, it's, a, it's well, no, it, it was... Uh, but I will make one for you. Yeah, but, 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 but you know, back in biblical days, myrrh, frankincense, and gold were the three precious things that were brought. Yes. So if it's good enough for Jesus, Steve Barnes, it's obviously good enough for I, you. And it's been around that long. So obviously these people knew back then that it is helpful and it is useful and it does serve purpose. It's not just to make people feel better in their brain. I think it's just to make them smell better because they only bathe once a month. Well, it's a very earthy smell. By itself, it ain't so great. It's definitely not one of my favorites. Okay. I wouldn't just go to frankincense and dab it behind my ear and be like, woohoo, date night. Yeah, it's not like that. It's well, it's maybe you would if it's earthy. Because you've seen that commercial where the woman like, "This is how I get a man," and she just put a big slab of bacon in her purse, and all the guys <laughs> were like hovering around. You, you're awesome. I did. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> they all wanted yeah, to Okay, all right. Um. So, adios, adios, um, Senor Barnes. Adios. Yeah, buenas, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Buenas noches. Well, it is definitely noches. Well, it's according to when it's people are listening to this. It late. could be buenas dias. You're right. I, I, For us right now. Well, it, this has bye. been fun. Uh, we will talk to you guys later. Okay. All right. Bye, Steve. Dawn, that's the end.